Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite, favorite, favorite self-aware narcissist, mental illness, uh, also known as Lee Hammett. <laughs> it's interchangeable. I'm Lee, I'm mental illness. Uh, across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder. In today's episode, y'all, today's, today, today's episode is about animals. How do narcissists feel about animals? How do narcissists feel about their pets? Do narcissists hate animals? This is that back and forth. Do the, the, you know, I have a cat. Is my narcissist safe around my, is my cat safe around my narcissistic partner? Whatever. Yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it hot with y'all this episode, y'all. Straight to the point. It really just depends. Some narcissistic people absolutely love pets. Some of them hate pets. Some of them are a danger and a nuisance towards pets. So in this, like, yeah, I'm gonna just keep it hot with y'all. I've heard, like, y'all know I do my one on ones over Zoom and whatnot. I talk to people who said they had narcissistic partners who tried to unalive pets and put bury them in the backyard. That type of dynamic right there. And that's just not, yeah, if they try to, if they try to harm your pets on purpose or they get pleasure from harming your pets or their own pets on purpose, you're not just dealing with their regular, your regular running to be a narcissist. You might be dealing with something a lot darker, a lot deeper. There's some deep-seated stuff going on there to want to cause pain, cause uh, harm and pain and stuff like that to animals of any kind. So not just pets, animals of any kind, like strays, you know, you know, animals, animals out there uh, in the in the in the wild kingdom, and things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? Because some narcissistic people are absolutely a danger to pets. When I say narcissistic people, I'm including sociopaths, psychopaths, um, and the people antisocial personality disorder. I know psychopath. Um, Anything like, like histrionic people, whoever. I mean, I'm just everybody has some of these people do have the propensity to do harm to animals. You know, some of them hate animals. Some of them will make you, some of them will use animals. They, some of them treat animals like they would treat children in a breakup. So if y'all don't have kids, but you have animals together, you have pets together, they can use those pets as leverage. Just like they would use kids as leverage. Sometimes they will try to, they will use your, they will use your pets as leverage. Sometimes they will try to co-parent your pets if you break up. They will use those, those animals or those pets or whatnot, the dog, cat, fish, whatever, parrot, whatever. To, to keep you in that relation, to keep you around them, and I see, it, I see it happen before you. I've talked to people who actually do this. Like, you share, you share custody of a dog, or you share custody of a pair of cats. They, they, y'all share custody, and that's just an anchor. Narcissistic people might not even care about the pet. They just use that pet as an anchor in your life to remain in your life in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Yeah, some some people they'll pretend to care about their pets or whatever just to take you to court, just to fight you, you know, just to harm you, just to do damage to you, damage to your reputation, just to do damage to your mental health, your physical health. They'll just add stress to your life. They'll try to take your pets from you in a breakup. You know what I mean? Well, if you leave me, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the cat. They'll they they might gift you this this cat or this dog or whatever. And they had to register in order to buy the cat or dog. They registered in their name. So, but you've you've been taking care of the cat. It's your cat for five years, but because it's registered to them, they can take your cat. 
So I've heard people stay in relationships because you don't want to leave your cat. You want to leave your dog to each their own. You know what I mean? To each their own. I just feel like sometimes, you know, but I don't go that far. But to each their own. Do you know what I mean? Because some people will actually absolutely remain in these relationships due to pets, just like you would do to a child, like you would do to a child. I don't want to leave my dog behind. I don't leave my cat behind. I've heard these stories before, and I'm not, I don't judge people based on those stories. I, I promise you, I don't. I'm just saying to each their own. Some people will just like the, the dog and cat will be fine. I gotta, I gotta survive. You know, that's how some people will treat that situation. Um, but yeah, some animals. But like I said, some narcissists absolutely do not like pets, or they will use those pets, those animals, as leverage and things of that nature. But, 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 there's always a but, isn't it? There's always a but. A, a, a big but. There's a big but. This old juicy but right here. <laughs> a capital B, a little U, and two big two big T's. But. But. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> I'm sorry, I said it again. Sorry. I'm, I'm goofy, I'm sorry. Uh, why do I keep apologizing? Um, but yeah, there's the but again. I was gonna say, but again, but uh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, y'all. I, I'm, I feel like I logged out of my brain. I disassociated for a second there. Okay, some animal, some narcissistic people do actually like animals, though. They do actually love animals. Some people because they love the they love the animals more than they love people. And just because you love an animal more than you love a person does not make you a narcissist, y'all. I feel like I have to say that because people are like, well, I love my dog more. Than I love my person, and does that make me a narcissist? No, it don't make you a narcissist to love an animal more. You love your your toxic ex to be beating you up. It don't, that, that's fine. That's make you narcissistic. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, some narcissistic people do sit, seem like they get super codependent on dogs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that they they grew up with or cats that they do they they, they grow up with or an animal or a squirrel or a hamster or a gerbil whatever animal that they have they they they've had it for a long time they love that animal but that sometimes that can actually be the issue in a relationship they love that animal more than they love you and they will treat that animal better than they treat you they will give all you know i, I say this to people all the time that narcissistic people tend to have lower emotional capacity. Like we don't have a lot of room for other people's emotions. Like I got enough to deal with. I just don't want to deal with your emotions. Like it's too much. You see what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's, it's too much, you know? So if it's too much for me in that situation, like if, if it's too much for me to deal with in that situation, then I go out to, I go out into the real world. I go to work throughout the day. I don't have it. Like I run out, I run out of emotions. I'm, I'm emotionally overloaded. So I come home or that narcissistic person in your life comes home and they ignore you and they give their last little bit of empathy, the, I mean, not, not empathy, they get their last little bit of affection and emotional connection to their dog. They'll walk right by you and just like, hey, fight oh, fight oh, fight oh, fight oh, licking the dog's tongue and getting licks and kisses they over the ground wrestling and they look at you and they're like, oh, hey. And then that makes you feel a certain, certain type of way. So sometimes the narcissist only or it appears that they only love the animals. They only love the pets. And this is the reason behind the reason I've, you know, uh, that I've come up with for that. And I think a lot of other people might feel the same way is that they think that pets 
only only you know pets love unconditionally. No, especially dogs. Cats, cats are a little <laughs> cats are a little rougher, but dog they dogs seem like they love you unconditionally. Like there you dog don't a dog's love for you has no conditions, no strings attached. Dogs always miss you. You can leave you can leave for five minutes, come back, and that dog is like you've been gone all day. You know, so pets love unconditionally. So they don't think people can love unconditionally because narcissists. I don't think we love unconditionally. I think the love of a narcissist absolutely comes with strings attached to it. Like if our love comes with strings attached, we assume that everybody else's love comes with strings attached, but not this dog. This dog loves me on my good days, my bad days. This dog loves me whether or not I tell I tell tell him I love him. This dog loves me whether or not I make him I'm rich, I'm famous. This dog loves me regardless. This dog will love me at my lowest and my highest. That's unconditional puppy love right there. You see what I'm saying? So they think that animals are only only thing that can love them unconditionally. So they give all their love to that animal, and it's it's hard, y'all. It is it's very very tough to deal with somebody that only that appears that they only care about the animal. It is a very very tough scenario. It's a very very tough situation to deal with. You know what I mean? Because like I say if you have animals, <laughs> this is how it works. Sometimes when you're dealing with narcissistic people, they might not like animals, or they might have their own animals that they do like. That's kind of irrelevant, but you have an animal and they'll try to, try, to, try to separate you from your animal. They'll try to isolate you from your animal. They'll tell you that you're treating your animal like too much like a child. They'll make you feel bad. They'll make you feel bad about taking care of your, your cat or your dog too much or buying your cat or your dog a birthday present or a Christmas gift or giving it a, a your, your cat having a, like a, a real genuine authentic name or birth certificate or clothes or something like that. You may your, your dog or whatnot, you know. They will make you feel bad about doing it. They will chastise you and try to isolate. You know, isolation doesn't just work for people, y'all. They try to isolate you away from your pets. You know, they might pretend to be allergic to make you get, to make you choose between them or the dog. You know, I'm allergic to dogs. I thought you love me. I want to live together, moving in together, and have a future together. But I can't do this without your. I can't do this because your dog is here. You know, I'm deathly allergic. So if you want to love me, you got to get rid of the dog. Then you end up getting rid of the dog, which sometimes people do. You know what I mean? And then you find out they're not allergic. They just wanted to get rid of the dog. They're just like, oh, I thought you were allergic to dogs. Oh, no, no, no. I think I was just allergic to yours. I'm, I love dogs. They'll do stuff like that, y'all. It's sinister. It can be It can be sinister. It can be super evil as hell. But they will do that. I'm telling you. It's a, it is a fact. It is factual information that they will absolutely try to separate you from your animals. So do narcissists love animals? It depends on that narcissistic person that you're dealing with. Now keep it real. Keep it hot. Like I say, I keep it hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza. That's all I could do. <laughs> That's literally all I could do, y'all. But anyway, y'all, I have to cut this thing short. I'm truly appreciative of every single one of y'all. I'm thankful going into the new year. Like and subscribe for more. Interact with this video, y'all. If you have if you have an issue, like I say, if you dealt with a narcissistic person that has did something to your pets or you have pet issues with narcissists, just leave a dog or cat. Leave a, leave a, leave a, leave an animal emoji in the uh, comment section of whatever animal you dealt with dealing with a narcissistic person. Anyways, y'all, like and subscribe for more. And as always, Mr. Hillness is out. Peace.